Hey, everybody, Elizabeth here. Before we get into today's episode, I wanted to make sure that you know registration is currently open for our Spring Strong Foundations cohort. Strong Foundations is a five-week strength building program brought to you by me and Morgan Bungers. Coach Morgan Bungers is one of the best, most effective strength training coaches in this country. He has worked with some of the most elite athletes in the world, and now he specializes working with people in their 40s, in their 50s, in their 60s who want everyday strength. And this is not about being able to push your suitcase into the overhead compartment on an airplane. We need to be consistently and effectively strength training if we want to maintain the strength of our immune system. Muscle is a critical part of our immune system. And if we are not actively maintaining our strength, we are losing it as we age. And that means we are losing the strength of our immune system. It's also a significant component of our overall metabolism, especially our carbohydrate metabolism. Muscle mass plays a huge role in energy, in mood, mental health, bone health, so many different things. This is just not optional, but a lot of us don't do it because we aren't sure what to do. We aren't sure what not to do. We aren't sure if we're moving well. We don't know how to accommodate for our physical limitations or our current level of fitness, and that is why you need a coach and you'd be hard-pressed to find one better than Morgan Bungers. Now, here's the thing about fitness programs. I've experienced this. My mom, who's in her 70s, has experienced this, where you buy a fitness program and then you're like, okay, but I I can't do that workout because I'm not fit enough or I don't have enough balance or I don't have that equipment or that hurts my knees or it hurts my back. And then you're sort of just left to figure it out yourself, which means we often don't do anything. The great thing about Strong Foundations is that Morgan and I are part of it every single day and you have an unlimited ability to ask us questions in a group setting or via direct message so that Morgan can help you scale for you, for whatever equipment you have, for the time that you have, for your fitness level, for your body and your physical limitations. Five weeks, there's two different tiers. There's a beginner intermediate tier. There's an intermediate advanced tier. The testimonials that we have received from our previous clients will blow your mind. You can check them out and also register for your spot by going to primalpotential.com forward slash strong foundation. Primalpotential.com forward slash strong foundation. If you are an alum, if you have been through strong foundations before, I've already emailed you a renewal link with a special renewal rate. So please use that. If you don't see that email, let me know. For the rest of you, primalpotential.com forward slash strong foundation. We start on May 13th. So grab your spot now. You will have these workouts for life. Four workouts a week for five weeks, two different tiers. So you've got 40 workouts total. Plus, there is a five-part series on your pelvic floor. That is an incredibly important part of your physical fitness, of your strength, of your core strength, of your overall health, of your ability to maintain functional mobility as you get older. We want you to be a part of this. You will not regret joining the Strong Foundations cohort. It is an incredible community. 
everybody needs to be consistently and effectively strength training. And if you're not, it's probably because you don't know how to make it work for you. And it can be made to work for you. It needs to be made to work for you. Primalpotential.com forward slash strong foundation to register now. Let's get into the episode. Welcome to the Primal Potential Podcast. I am your host, Elizabeth Benton Thompson. If you want to create change in any area of your life, you're in the right place. Together, we'll explore the strategies and tools I've used to lose over 100 pounds, pay off $130,000 in debt, and become a multiple seven-figure business owner. I've supported more than 3,000 women to levels of execution and fulfillment they didn't know were possible. Together, we'll break your past patterns and eliminate the appeal of your excuses so you can get consistent, stay consistent, create the results you want, and enjoy the journey. Let's get started. Hello, everybody. Welcome back to the Primal Potential Podcast. I am Elizabeth Benton. It is the beginning of one of my favorite months of the year, October. I love July, too, because July is my birthday month and I love summer. But October, like I'm a fall girl. Give me a sweater, a puffy vest, a hat. I'm a hat girl for sure. And I love a winter hat. I just do. But the other thing that energizes me about going into October is a sprint to the end of the year. And I love looking at what I really want to hone in on, what I want to achieve in this short window of time. And I think we all probably agree that the end of the year flies by. Because once we get within a week or two of Halloween, it feels like it runs right into Thanksgiving and then Christmas, Hanukkah, Kwanzaa, all of that kind of thing, New Year's. It just, it happens really fast. It also tends to happen for a lot of people without much intentionality. And that is something I want to avoid this year. And I want you to avoid it this year. And I know for me personally, it would be very easy to go into 2023 without much intentionality because there's so much going on that I feel like if I'm not very careful, my day runs me and I don't run my day. Because as of when I'm recording this, which is pretty close to when it airs on the 1st, I'm getting up at 4.30 in the morning, spending half the day with the girls. Then when I get home, I want to spend as much time with Roman. And then it's his bedtime. And I've got this short window of time to get done what I want or need to get done before I go to bed and start all over. Even with the chaos of that schedule and going into a season where, God willing, the girls will come home and it'll be even more crazy at that point, I want to be intentional And I want to be realistic too. Look, this is not going to be the most productive season of my life. However, I can still be intentional and so can you. No matter how many holiday parties you have coming up, no matter how much travel or family coming to visit or whatever is going on, you can be intentional too. So what I want to challenge you to do is set 
one or two, definitely not more than three, very clear objectives, measurables, goals, whatever you want to call it, whatever speaks to you that you want to focus on between now and the end of this year. I have a huge priority on my physical health. And then I have one thing for work that I'm going to focus on before the end of the year. And that's it. The rest of my energy and attention is on being fully present on any given day for my family. But even with that, even with the fact that it, gosh, I don't know, 18 of my waking hours are fully focused on family, I can still create space for my physical health and one primary business objective. We just have to carve out that space for intentionality and we won't do it if we don't have clarity on on where we want to go with these next three months. It's okay to have one thing that you're focused on. It's okay to have a couple and it doesn't mean that those are the only things we do in a day. As I said, I'm My days are pulled in a million different directions, family stuff right now. And also, I can carve out time for these couple of things that are important to me as we go into the year. And I just, I wanted to kick off this episode telling you something that I tell myself every day, that I tell my clients in the consistency course very often, no matter what is going on for your life, what is going on in your life, what is going on in your day, You can do something to move the needle or move yourself towards where you want to go. You're either looking for the way to do it or you're looking for the reasons you can't. No matter how chaotic this season is, no matter how crappy you feel in this season or how busy you are in this season, there is something you can do every day that can inch you closer to where you want to be or who you want to be. There's, I'd say, a small handful of people in my life, some of them are clients, some of them are not, who are so busy focused on what's in the way that they don't see all the paths they could take to progress. It's kind of like, imagine you're in this big open field, right? But in front of where you're standing is a blockade, a jersey barrier, a gate, a fence, some sort of obstruction. There are people who are so consumed by looking at that thing that, yes, is there in front of them, that they don't see all the room around them to move. One of my favorite episodes of the podcast, I don't know which one it was, but somebody can put it in the Primal Potential Facebook group if they know I talked about how the obstacle is only in front of you if you choose to remain behind it, but that you are free to move. And so this handful of people in my life, they just always come with the focus on the problem. They're so locked in on what they see in the way that they are not willing to look. They don't have the time. They don't have the energy to see that they can go around it, that they can go over it, that they can go through it. I can't make you do that. But I want to remind you that it's not this big, oh, but how, Elizabeth? Oh, but how, Elizabeth, mystery? It's what does it look like to take a little action, to make a little progress today? 
You got two or three ideas? Awesome. Execute one of them. Do it right now. Don't wait until after work. Don't wait until later. Don't wait till things slow down. Just do it now. I'm going to do an episode soon on this idea that I posted about on social media the other, the other day that whatever you feel is restricting you is very likely not restricting you, but rather refining you. And what I shared on social is that for a long time, I believed that certain things were restrictions on my life or my capacity or my potential or my capability, like my weight. You know, I used to weigh over 350 pounds and I believed that that restricted me. It restricted me socially. It restricted me physically, all these different things. What I know now is that it actually was able to refine me. Being overweight was one of the best teachers in my life. It taught me about my excuses. It taught me what doesn't work for my life. It taught me to see through uh, really poor thinking that I had created and selected and practiced for so long. And it's not just a weight thing, right? I thought that losing my daughter restricted me. But what I know now is that it continues to refine me. That does not mean that I like it, that it was fun, that it feels good. doesn't mean I'm grateful for it because I'm not, because I'm not. But it refined me in that, that circumstance, that experience, that loss has made me more intentional It has made me more grateful. It has made me more grounded. It has made me more empathetic. It has made me softer. It has made me so many things. And I can tell you that of everything that I perceived as a restriction. Even having the girls in the NICU right now. I'm not grateful for it. Maybe I will be it someday. I'm not looking for people to be like, you should be. I am where I am and I'm cool with that. But I also don't see it as a restriction, even though it consumes a lot of my time and it consumes a lot of my energy and my emotional bandwidth. But I also see it as something that refines me, that makes me better because it has made me slow down. It's made me reevaluate. It has made me focus more on what matters and less on what doesn't matter. It has refined me in so many ways. And again, I'm going to do an episode on this, but if you're telling the story of restriction, you're not going to see the opportunity to refine yourself through your hardship, your struggle, your difficulty, your pattern, whatever it is. It is there to refine you. Oh, soapbox moment as we go into this last quarter of the year. I don't know, maybe you need to listen to that a couple times. I probably do too. I probably need to come back here and listen to the first 10 minutes of this episode every few days until the end of the year. Let me tell you what we're giving away today. I will announce the winner at the end of the episode. I'm going to give away GBX protein again because I've been uh, talking about this nonstop. I've been getting a lot of questions about it. So one of the things that I'm doing for my own fat loss is eating more protein. Protein is so important for making sure we don't lose muscle mass, making sure that we're not using our body's muscle stores, but we're burning fat as fuel so we don't just 
get flabbier and smaller. That's not the goal. Uh, it's also necessary for getting stronger. It's necessary for the immune system. And most protein powders not only taste like crap, but are filled with crap, artificial colors and flavors and binders and sweeteners and all this junk. It's tough to find one that you actually want to eat. And if you know me, you know I don't eat things that I don't enjoy. So that's why I'm thrilled that I have a protein that I love. I posted on my Instagram stories that I've been adding it to Greek yogurt in the morning. I now share that with Roman for breakfast when I'm in charge of breakfast because it's easy. Because <laughs> I don't have to mess up pots and pans. Um, but yeah, just a little bit of um, the GBX protein in with Greek yogurt. He loves it. And I love that he's getting some protein because, you know, he's 16 month old. He likes fruit and pasta. So <laughs> I feel good about the protein piece. But I also do protein smoothies. I put it in protein pancakes. So I'm going to give it away. Your choice of vanilla chocolate, salted caramel. I'll also put the link and a coupon code in the show description for today's episode. I'll announce the winner at the end of the show. You can win. We give something away every Saturday. Just leave a review of the show. Somebody asked me, like, where do you do that? You do that on whatever app you listen. And for people who email and say, I don't know how to leave a review on such and such app, just Google it. How do you leave a podcast review on da-da-da-da-da? Um, it'll take two seconds. All right. Let's get to your questions and topics. The first one says, tells a little bit of a story here. I'm 52 and don't know what I want. Just writing that gave me a slight, I don't know what that means, just writing that gave me a slight since failing to get to it due to age. Hmm. I don't really know what that means. Anyway, I hear, it continues, I hear that needs to be defined and I'm having trouble with that. My history shows that I can make and reach small short-term goals, and I have been considering for a few weeks now what it is that I want, not what I should want or what we should want or what others would have me achieve. I want the answer, please. What do I want? You know, my sense is that we put a lot of pressure on ourselves to figure everything out in our heads first before we act. I see this when people start businesses. What is it going to do? How is it going to work? What is my strategy? This, that, and the other thing. And I'm not knocking that. But the fact is it's all invented because even if you had perfect clarity before you start, it's never going to unfold that way. There's just too many unknowns. And that sense that we have to know first keeps us from action. Why not go explore and try new things? And what if it was this? What if it was this? What if it was this other thing? What if it looked like this? And find your answers in the pursuit versus the thought. A lot of times, clarity is a byproduct of action. And yet so many people stay out of action because they don't yet have clarity. And I think that's a mistake. Regardless of whether we're talking about what do I want for my life, or if we're talking about how to start a business or how to get out of debt or how to lose weight, your answers will come from action, from trial and error. We don't have to have this thing figured out in our heads before we start. And if we think that we do, we're just wasting a lot of time. Now, in terms of, I don't know what I want, start with what you don't want. When people, let me give you an example. I don't know what I want to do for my career. Okay, well, 
what do you not want? Because, and I don't mean like, I don't want to be a garbage truck driver. Or I don't want to, you know, work in a sewer system. Things like, I don't want to work weekends. I don't want to work overtime. I uh, don't want to work with people, whatever it is. You can figure out a lot by what you don't want. In my own life, I don't want to have demands on my time that are inflexible. So what that looks like in terms of work is I don't want a nine to five. I don't want to not have the flexibility to take Roman for a walk along the canal in the middle of the day, right? So that is very telling. But regardless, don't think you need to figure it out in your head if you are in a place where you don't know what you want, and in this doesn't really matter how old you are, but this person shared that they're 52, go try a whole bunch of stuff and let that be your teacher instead of intellectualizing it to death. The next question says, how do I start to initiate a routine in my life when I currently have very little structure? Well, the good news about having very little structure is that you have a ton of opportunity to implement something. There is no right or wrong way. When people start in the consistency course, one of the things that I do for them is I send them a personalized video on my recommendation for a starting point for them based on a form that they fill out to kind of bring me up to speed on what's going on, what are their goals, what are their most common excuses, you know, what else do I need to know about them, fears, doubts, etc. And after I review the information that they submit, I send them a starting point. And one of the things I say so often is there isn't a right place or a wrong place to start. But what we have to do is avoid jumping from this thing to that thing to the next thing. Let's say that in the context of this question, this person wants to initiate a routine. Let's say that there are 12 things that you want to put into a routine. It doesn't matter if you start with number two or number seven or number four on your list. What matters is that you pick one and you focus on that first instead of jumping from one to two to 12 to seven to six to four, where you feel like you're always trying, you're always putting forth effort, but you're not really gaining momentum. So what I would have you do is if you had a routine that really sounds compelling to you, what would that look like? For example, I don't have a morning routine right now and I don't intend to because of the season of life that I'm in, but let's say I didn't have a morning routine and I wanted one, but I didn't know where to start. I would begin by saying, if I had the morning routine that sounds ideal to me, what would that look like? Well, maybe it would look like getting up at XYZ time, grabbing a journal, sitting down with a glass of water and a cup of coffee and writing down my goals. I, I would specify exactly what that looks like, knowing that once I try it, it might well not be the ideal thing for me, but the only way I know that is by doing it. And then I would just pick one thing to start with. You know, so maybe I'm sitting down with my journal, but I'm, you know, uh, doing it 
later in the morning than is as intended, or I'm sitting down with a journal, but I've still got my pesky diet Coke habit and instead of black coffee and a water or whatever. Pick one element to start with. Order of operations doesn't matter as much as focus and execution over time matters. So look at, you want routine in your life? What would that look like ideally? Then pick one piece of that and start practicing it and only add more when you feel like you're comfortable with the thing that you previously added. The next question says, how do you push through a tough time without beating yourself up? This one's really straightforward to me. How do you push through a tough time without beating yourself up? Well, you're either focused on the solution or you're focused on the problem, right? And if you're beating yourself up, then you are looking backwards in judgment, not forward to action, to progress, to what you can do. If you are in judgment over what is behind you, you're not looking forward. You're not focused on the solution, So I don't have any expectations that I'm going to be perfect, that you're going to be perfect, that any client of mine is going to be perfect, but I do expect that you're going to focus on the solution instead of the problem. So beating yourself up reflects looking backwards and focused on the problem and being in judgment of your behavior instead of your past behavior that you don't have any influence over, instead of looking to today's version of the solution. So you don't have to execute perfectly. You don't have to have flawless days, but you do have to focus on what you can do today to be part of the solution instead of judging yourself for part of the problem. That one's really straightforward. It's not about judging where you've been. It's about acting on what you can do today to get where you want to go. All right, this last question says, Oh, no, not the last question. I skipped one. Oh, this is an interesting one. It says, how can I truly be myself in a world of pressure to be a certain way? Well, I'm going to say the answer here is really straightforward, too. It doesn't mean the execution is easy or effortless, but the answer is really simple. How can you truly be yourself in a world of pressure to be a certain way? You don't have to give in to the pressure. You perceive that the world wants you to be a certain way, whether they do or whether they don't, it really doesn't matter. You're still in control of whether you decide, do I want to conform or do I want to do it my way? And one thing that really helps with this in a tangible, tactical way versus more theoretical, which is you don't have to succumb, what's more tangible and what's more tactical is do you have clarity on who and how you want to be? Because it kind of reminds me of that cliche, if you don't stand for something, you'll fall for anything. If you don't have clarity on how you want to show up, then there's a vacuum there to conform because you don't have any other way you want to do it. The pressure is going to get to you more if you don't have clarity on how you want to be and who you want to be. So having that clarity is the first step. But let's just be real and mature and straightforward and kind of direct about it. 
even if there's pressure in the world to be a certain way, you are in control of whether you conform to that or not. So there can be all the pressure in the world. The power is still completely and entirely yours as to whether or not you give into it. Okay, really the last question this time. It says, how do I get started to learn strategies of weight loss, exercise regularly, and be able to say no to pushy people? Well, listening to this podcast is a start. There are a million places you can start. Like I said a few minutes ago, you don't have to pick the perfect place. You just have to pick a place and get into action. You could Google right now how to learn about weight loss. You could go to the library and get a book. You could listen to my fat loss basic series on the podcast and pick two action items to implement this week. There are a million places to start. You just have to pick one of them. I don't think for one second you don't already have an idea or 20,000 ideas of improvements you could make. You just have to pick one. This is why I created the consistency course, which is another answer to this question. How do you get started? Well, that could be something that you invest your time and your energy and your effort into, the consistency course. But I created that because there's so many people who, like this person, probably have 20 different improvements they know they could make, but they're just not doing it. And it's the doing it that we have to do. You probably don't have to learn another strategy. You just have to implement some of the ones you already know. Sorry, I'm fidgeting. I just dropped something in case you heard that. Let's talk about the winner of GBX Protein today. I like I, I like the vanilla and the chocolate, but I probably use the chocolate more because I'm just more of a chocolate girl than a vanilla girl. But sometimes I get into a mode with the vanilla where, especially in the summer, I'll do the vanilla protein with... Um, either peach or mango in a smoothie. Very, very good. But more often than not, I do the chocolate. But if you're a vanilla person, do the vanilla. There's also salted caramel, which is a favorite, especially for people who put it in their coffee. Um, Salted caramel is really popular. The winner is Fluffy Frenchie. Fluffy Frenchie, if that is you, email me, elizabeth at primalpotential.com. Tell me you were the winner for episode 1024. Tell me the flavor that you want, vanilla, chocolate, or salted caramel. And of course, include your mailing address no matter where you live in the world. If you didn't win, no big deal. I'm going to put the link to the GBX Protein in the show description. And I'll also put a $10 off coupon code if you want to give it a try. Uh, And then if you want to be eligible to win, we give something away every Saturday. Just leave a review of this podcast or an episode of this podcast, either or, in whatever app you listen And uh, we'll hang out next week. If you've got questions or topics that you want to hear about on the show, just message me. Let me know. Find me in the Primal Potential Facebook group or DM me on Instagram at Elizabeth Benton. And uh, we'll dive into it next week. Take care. Thanks so much for listening to today's show. If you enjoyed it, make sure to take a few seconds to leave a rating and review on whatever platform you're listening. It not only supports the show in a huge way, but it also automatically enters you into our weekly product giveaway. For more tools, tips, and strategies on creating change, check out my first book, Chasing Cupcakes, and follow me on Instagram at Elizabeth Benton. Remember, every choice is a chance, and I'll see you next time. If you own a vehicle with less than 200,000 miles and have an auto warranty about to expire or no warranty coverage at all, listen up. 
CarShield has a low-cost, month-to-month vehicle protection plan that covers more parts than ever. Visit carshield.com audio to find out how you could pay almost nothing for covered auto repairs. Drivers who activate this vehicle protection today will also receive free roadside assistance, free towing, and car rental options at no additional cost. Get your free quote today at carshield.com audio. That's carshield.com audio.